Hi everyone, it's Adrian from Sophiest here and I'm joined by a special guest for our first episode of 2023. Kate joins us once again on the podcast. Kate is the head of our supply chain management team and thanks for being on Kate first of all. Happy New Year. Happy New Year Adrian. Thank you. I'm honored to be the first one this year. <laughs> so hi everyone. Happy New Year. <laughs> Well, I did warn you last time we'd get you on again. So here we go. But, uh, but yeah, Happy New right. Year to all the listeners as well. And today we're actually mainly going to be talking about changes in logistics, uh, shipping costs, the way this is affecting importers from China and Asia. Uh, in 2021, there was maybe a shipping crisis and the prices went through the roof and it was just really, really difficult, really, really crazy. But things have changed now. And so, Kate, you're going to explain to us how they've changed and some of the things that we all need to be looking out for. But you're going to start off by just talking a little bit about the general situation in China. As we know, China's going through a bit of a COVID epidemic of its own right now. And you are indeed in Shenzhen. So uh, kick off with that, please. Yep. So... Um, for those who haven't been uh, watching the news about China recently, so I can give a quick update. So last month, uh, China has uh, dropped uh, zero COVID policy, more or less. And we are now heading to pre-COVID uh, times and mm. trying to trying to catch up with the whole world. Uh, so we've been uh, very much uh, behind on that. However... Uh, this came very much abrupt somehow. There was not too much preparation to that. And uh, so this has caused um, a huge numbers of infections rising because yeah. uh, basically we watched how the restrictions were lifted maybe within a week. So starting with uh, every community being in red fences, uh, you had to scan codes everywhere you go. Uh, last, uh, I think, one week just before restrictions lifted, we had uh, new rules that if you are, for example, outside of Shenzhen, even for one day, like for me, if I travel to our factory, which is next city, literally, like 50 kilometers away, yeah. and, and then you come back for three days, you cannot enter any restaurants, uh, you cannot enter supermarkets, you just can go basically to work and, and back yeah. and this was like all over all the city was in this sort of posters and then the next day we learned that COVID is actually not dangerous and uh, we can <laughs> live with it and it's uh, similar to having a cold and 90% of uh, people have it asymptomatic and things like that so this was like literally living in a history book seeing all those changes day after day like there is new update new update new update what else has been lifted so overall this of course is a positive news uh, for for everyone in china unless maybe old people mm. <laughs> however However, this comes with a lot of challenges as, uh, I mean, China has never seen COVID before. So unless like little numbers were very little, uh, vaccination rate and the vaccine quality is also um, another discussion in China, let's say. Yeah. So this caused a huge rise in infections. And actually, I think uh, big cities, at least uh, for the before New Year, like for the latest uh, 
two weeks of December, like Shenzhen was paralyzed, more or less. Mm. Like at our at our work, I think like 90% of people were infected. Uh, like you you drive in the street, you see no cars and no Starbucks downstairs closed because there was no one to work there, not because of lockdowns anymore, but because uh, like basically everyone was sick. Uh, however, I think uh, during this, at least judging from my circle of friends and judging from our company, which is uh, around 200 people. So I think everyone is now either recovered or on the way or speaking mm. about us, like everyone is back to office by now and uh, things are resuming. And of course, this was a very challenging period now as this year, Chinese New Year is actually very close. You know that it's like a bit more than a week left before suppliers will be off and forwarders will be off as well. So we have like a bit more than a week trying to catch up now as uh, China was paralyzed for, for two weeks before Chinese New Year, before like the main the main deadline everyone has. Mm. So I think our listeners also might have these troubles where their suppliers are delaying shipments due to factories being on hold due to infection. And now it's a big challenge to try to still catch up the vessels to to be able to ship outside of China before Chinese New Year. So this is kind of a situation we are facing right now. Mm. So, but, so, the, uh, so the Chinese New Year period has kind of been extended then, because obviously it starts to shut, it starts to sort of slow down and then shut down as we approach Chinese uh, yes. New Year. So it's it's kind of happening earlier this year. Yeah, exactly. So we have already situations with some factories uh, where they did not open up. Uh, after COVID. So basically they're still sick and they don't plan to resume until Chinese New Year. So they just right. gradually go in into Chinese New Year. And especially like cities, big cities like Guangzhou, Shenzhen, Beijing, Shanghai, they started earlier with infections. So basically we are kind of already getting out of it, but then yes. it went to a smaller cities and they are either just starting or in the middle of it. And then for them, they, they don't, their workers already left somewhere. So they have no opportunity or they don't want to resume so they just they will just open up after chinese new year yeah so yeah that's the that's the um, this year yeah, yeah that's crazy that's that's the situation in my wife's hometown huizhou which uh listeners may or may not know that's not far from shenzhen actually it's a smaller yeah. city in guangdong and they do do a lot of manufacturing there don't they kate but they're yeah. they're, they're really in the middle of it all at the moment so yeah shenzhen's ca- kind of coming out of it now but uh yeah everyone in huizhou is still really struggling with it unfortunately okay well, that's that's good um, information from on the ground in China. Because I mean, like here in the UK, we've been living kind of a normal life post COVID for probably more than a year. And so this kind of takes me back to the start of 2021. It's kind of like that in China where people are struggling to see doctors and there's not any not enough masks around and not enough medicine exactly. and and whatever i mean it was like that and if you're listening from the west you'll be thinking yeah it was like that but no china's now a year or two ahead of us uh, in terms or behind us sorry in terms of it okay so we've spoken about the effect on chinese new year dates obviously this isn't going to be welcome news if people were hoping to get one last shipment Mm -hmm. before chinese new year in some cases Mm -hmm. In terms of logistics, I mentioned before, in 2021, I mean, it was really a terrible situation. What's the current situation now? Yeah, so the yeah the negative thing is that your shipments may be delayed due to the situation we just discussed. However, mm. the positive news is that shipping prices are decreasing. 
and uh, actually they i think they went a full round trip since the beginning of uh, covid induced consumer boom i think i think from 2019 it started and then a uh, whole three years yeah the peak was uh, yeah about 2021 it's where it's almost logistic almost collapsed and mm. now we are back to pre covid shipping quotes so this is like massive i think uh, it's like the index is 93% down from wow. its all-time high in September 2021, which was the highest rate. So now it's almost back. So the cost is decreasing and it keeps decreasing and it will be decreasing. We can talk a little bit more about it later. Mm. Uh, what we will also see is that uh, port charges and all this kind of maintenance uh, charges uh, will also be decreasing. I know that that's not the case yet. So whilst uh, freight cost keeps decreasing, those uh, port charges and everything that add costs, uh, they're still trying, trying, trying to stick to, to the price. But of course, this will change. So price might even go cheaper after Chinese New Year. Mm. Uh, so this is a positive news. Another another um, problem that we faced during the logistics uh, crisis caused by COVID was a huge number of containers that in lines queuing in uh, ports, especially outside US, waiting for the lines to be discharged. And uh, this led uh, for shipping time to be within, like we had shipments who were sailing from China to US uh, for 80 days. So like the shipping times were, it was very expensive and very long so because a huge number of containers were waiting in lines at US ports uh, to to be customs cleared and to be discharged so this was a problem on on the US side and also there was some time in China as well for all the COVID regulations and customs check that also took a big part of this time so right now I know that uh, yeah in China of course it will be faster because a lot of restrictions would be lifted but also the situation is uh, improving in the US as well so uh, what I know that uh, on for example if you're talking about LA or Long Beach uh, right now there are no containers waiting offshore uh, so there are no lines anymore so the containers uh, do not need to wait for for clearance so this has been fixed Uh, however it's um, yeah, Southern California that, that has it best. Uh, there still are lines in, uh, uh, in North America overall. So, but it's, the situation is improved a lot. So when we had, um, we've read before about hundreds of containers waiting outside. Yeah. Uh, but right now this can be like few, yeah, like 20 or 30 containers in the line. So that's still much faster and uh, it will be better to normal soon i think so that that will be resumed fast uh, mm. yeah so that's another thing that is improving uh, if we talk about numbers, uh, so current container price to LA, for example, for a 20 GP container would be less than uh, 3,000 US dollars. So it would be around 2,800. Wow. And if we are talking, yeah, that's like pre-COVID levels. And if yeah. we are talking about 40 high cubes, that would be a bit over 3,000. So like 3,300. This is uh, cost insurance and freight to LA port. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, and as to timeline, it's about uh, 35 to 40 days. So that's almost almost as before. So I think it's like extra five days or so, like extra weeks still. Uh, but uh, it's still not 80. Uh, you can also take a fast vessel, but that will be double cost. Like that will be 18 to 20 days, but the price will be double. But wow. standard vessel would time would be 35 to 40 days, which is not bad at all. And I think once the uh, container lines will be cleared on the US side, we will have it even faster. So this part is very, very optimistic, I would say. And uh, once China is, uh, I think, like after Chinese New Year, situation should be improving more as generally prices are higher yeah. on Christmas and before Chinese New Year. So if, even if we have this pricing right now, it will be decreased after Chinese New Year. And especially also China would uh, fight covid this COVID, massive COVID situation and things will be improved. So we can expect even better situation after the CNY. Mm, okay, that's good. I can't believe the costs have uh, come yeah. down so much. I mean, what was it? It was like over $20,000 or, or even more? Yeah, it was Yeah, it was around 20000 and selling for 80 days. Yeah, price. wow, <laughs> that's, uh, that's crazy. Good news for everyone except shipping companies. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which I'm sure they won't get a lot of sympathy from uh, most uh, most manufacturers importers. Okay, cool. Uh, well, that's that's excellent news, and it's good to have a good news story for once. Now, yep. <laughs> um, so the next point then is current mm-hmm. challenges you're seeing in logistics. You've just described a better situation in terms of cost and well, getting back to normal in terms of shipping times as well in some cases, but there are still challenges around, right? Yeah, so there are still some challenges that uh, we are facing, and I think we will face them in 2023 as well. Mm. So one of those, yes, yeah, I've already mentioned, shipping times right now are still longer than pre-COVID times, and yeah. uh, this has some uh, reasons. So one of those is uh, that... Um, uh, right now, uh, shipping lines have uh, too many containers. So pre-COVID time required uh, shipping lines to uh, to ship more. No, not pre-COVID time. Sorry, like during COVID, you know, there there was a consumer boom, and uh, also the logistics price pushed uh, shipping lines to buy more and more containers to ship more and more. Uh, right now, we are currently facing. Um, consumer demand decrease overall so we are kind of entering a global crisis caused by many factors and inflation and uh, and everything and uh, so global consumer demand is decreasing a lot and so does um, importing from china i think if you go back to numbers i think in china november exports fell nine percent from a year earlier and this is the second straight month of declining exports this is numbers according to china customs even so Mm. might be even more and Mm. uh, so (laughs) so therefore number of goods that are shipped shipped from China is decreasing and uh, at the same time the shipping lines do have a lot of containers still and those are stuck in ports those are stuck in depot and uh, so uh, shipping lines uh, take their their missing or cancelling their 
their schedules uh, because they don't uh, have enough containers to put on their vessels. So then you might, if you are expected, to, for example, to sail on, on, on 10th of January and uh, uh, your ship might not have enough of containers, then you will be postponed to 15th of January, for example, to, to get out of China because they still need to make business, they need to be profitable. So if mm. they don't have enough containers, they will either wait or they wait or they will um, yeah or they will miss uh, the schedule and uh, I, I think it's about 15% of uh, sailings that have been cancelled across uh, major container shipping routes so those numbers are quite high and based on even our experience so we had some situations where we needed some certifications uh, which uh, I think honestly we even couldn't make or it would take a long time for us to to, to make it and uh, our forwarders told us that don't worry we will manage just like give us this shipment so forwarders are going to extreme ends trying to to win over your shipments because mm-hmm. they really need to to yeah uh, to stuff the vessels as much as they can with containers and also yeah so the container depots are also over filled with containers and they can might not be able to accept new ones even because they have no space so this is uh, one uh, I've learned that uh, another one is uh, about uh, blockers. Uh, so right now there is a lack of blockers at the ports of loading in China. So that also delays things. For example, like French liner CMA CGM, which is quite famous, told customers that they will restrict bookings for shipments uh, uh, at southern China in early 2023 due to suspension uh, service by feeder and barge operators through January. So for those, people are either sick or they also companies this year try to send away their workers to allow to their home country, home uh, cities as much as possible before they get sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so it's not enough people operating at the ports and so it's limited number of uh, vessels departing in January. But this one, I think, will be fixed uh, after Chinese New Year. Uh, So I think this is a temporary problem. However, the problem of uh, declining consumer demand and and uh, overloading of containers, this will stay, which is good for importers uh, from a point that price uh, might go more and more down. Uh, mm-hmm. However, uh, the sailing times might still be extended because uh, vessels will not uh, will not sail empty. So they will wait until they get all the containers. So, yeah. So we hope the global economy will get better and yeah. <laughs> this will also influence uh, situation yes oh it's definitely uh, uh, it's it's definitely the effect of that is being shown in the uk for sure we have a lot of inflation here and just buying stuff it's it's gotten a lot more expensive and i know it's not only the uk i think in in a lot of europe as well this is certainly the case and so people aren't uh, people are probably trying to save money where they can, which leads to, you know, less yeah. consumer goods being purchased. So, yeah, I can definitely see the correlation there. 
Mm. It influences, I think, shipping lines a lot. So one is uh, consumer goods. Another one is changing of routes with the situation with Russia. Uh, mm. Many shipping lines uh, are, of course, they're not sailing through and they're not taking goods uh, bounded to Russia or in your relationship to that because they're afraid that they will be under sanctions yes uh, so th- that also and also <clears throat> they're not able to uh, to ship goods over there and that was a huge uh, still huge part of the revenue was shipments to russia so their city and then at the same time we have a uh, logistics cost going down so i think that next year we will see um, um, some changes in uh, in uh, shipping lines i think some may go bankrupt some wow. will be merged uh, so there will be some changes there because like it's it's a huge pressure even like mayorsk already like it's one of the biggest shipping lines they, yes. they said that they are yeah, that they are um, expecting a basically huge drop down in their revenue and they see risk in their profitability due to major factors with with, uh, with Russia sanctions, with uh, uh, with declining of demand, with a situation where shipping lines uh, invested into a lot of containers and now they need to store those containers somewhere. And uh, actually some ports already started to charge for, for the storage, I know like in Houston, Port of Houston, for example, they started to charge for storage if containers stored over seven days. So this, and you need to, to either it gets drawn in the sea, but you need to put the container somewhere, you know. So yeah, so that's a lot of challenges for for mm-hmm. shipping companies that might impact also logistics, sailing times, and also the. Um, options uh, our importers would have next year to choose uh, from and and so we will see so these are the challenges that uh, we are currently having but yeah but if we talk about uh, next year uh, next year after Chinese New Year let's yep. already we are already next year in the world <laughs> <laughs> only in China we are still waiting for Chinese New Year to come but I think that despite uh, this uh, situation with the shipping lines that they're facing right now, I think it will be positive uh, for our importers mm-hmm. uh, in, in terms of logistics. So, as I said, costs will keep going down. Uh, it should be also faster still, at least on Chinese side. Customs clearance won't take that long anymore. Uh, on US side, uh, if we're talking about US, for example, also there will be less and less lines. Uh, it's it's been norm- almost back to normal right now. So and it. I hope, we hope that it will be getting more, more and more back to normal. And also customs in China will be less busy because now I think they said that they will not be inspecting all those like frozen food supplies and everything that was keeping them huge, hugely busy and was keeping our cargo in lines and waiting for those inspections. So, so that also should be resumed. Yeah, so basically, yeah, there might be some changes in, in shipping lines and some options uh, we will be advised. But overall, I think uh, things, I I have uh, big hopes that things will go back to pre-COVID times in terms of logistics. Excellent. Okay. Well, that's so different compared to, you know, a year or, or so ago. Yeah. So uh it's good news good news indeed of course ultimately we all want to be selling enough of our products though so even if shipping costs are lower 
definitely there's a big hope the global economy starts to recover faster and we don't go into a huge recession. But that, that's still very much, uh, we've got to wait and see on that. It's not looking great right now. But I mean, look, we're only at the start of 2023. When we're talking in a year's time, it might be very, very different. But thanks for updating us about the situation with logistics and the shipping costs and the changes there that's good to know it's good to know about the timelines as well i mean if we're back to pre-covid times in terms of shipping that's going to be a huge help and of course the big point here is it's going to be after chinese new year so we're probably looking at february beyond because of course as we start to i mean chinese new year it's in about two weeks time we're recording on uh, january the 5th here now and chinese new year is january 22nd but i mean we start seeing everything slow down before tw- before the 22nd for sure. So, yeah, from February onwards, we'll be looking at this kind of thing. Uh, Kate, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for inviting. So I hope, yeah, I brought some light at yeah. the beginning of a new year. And, and let's hope it will be so. And uh, that might help a bit with inflation because the end cost for, for customers should be less if logistics mm. price would be less. So let's hope this will help a bit to fight the inflation for the end consumers and also would help with some more margin for our importers mm. uh, to to do business with China or, or else. So good luck in 2023 for all our listeners uh, with mm. their businesses. Uh, so at least on, on this side, uh, we have positive news for, for yeah. Yeah. great <laughs> and so uh if you're listening hopefully you're thinking wow that's good news and if you do have any questions about supply chain matters about logistics get in touch i'm sure kate will be happy to speak with you and you can have a conversation yeah. and uh, and get some answers if, if that's what you're looking for you know how to contact sophie's by now all the information is in the show notes as ever and uh, once again from me and from kate happy new year we will be back again next week happy new year thanks again for listening to this podcast brought to you by the sophie's group we're on a mission to provide you with everything you need to manufacture effectively in asia including inspections auditing new product development support contract manufacturing 3pl warehousing and fulfillment and much much more across asia's key manufacturing areas visit us at sofeast.com that's s-o-f-e-a-s-t.com to learn more and get help if you've enjoyed the podcast today please do rate review and share because it will really help others discover us too